Welcome to the After Show, where we explore the message behind the message. I am Peter Heald, and today I have with me Pastor Paige Flock. Hello, guys. Good to see you. If you're watching or listening, be sure to subscribe, like, and comment. We are doing this for you, so we want to engage with you. Anything you have to say, any questions, we want to engage with you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. So, uh, Paige, you are the J-High pastor here at Calvary Church. I am. As well as, I would say, the creative mind behind several things that people don't always realize. It's true. <laughs> so, I give you I give you credit for a lot of the new uh, Christmas decorations. Yes. So, not, not I, that it's Christmas season, but... We're getting there, though. We're, we're already thinking there. about it. Yeah, but first, it's fall. So, <laughs> yes. just yesterday, we just had Fall Fest. That's true. What is... So good. What's your, like, favorite fall tradition, or what's your favorite thing about this time of year? Um, Probably, like, apple picking. I think there's something about getting on the wagon, going out, picking them, and then being able to bring them home and bake something. What's so, What's the thing you bake? I don't really bake anything. I just like to dip uh, my apples in caramel. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. That's my thing. That sounds good. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got plenty of memories growing up of going and picking apples and then making a huge mess in the backyard, peeling them all for apple pie. Yep. But that's just I don't know. It's fall. It's a good season. I was a Boy Scout. I'm just a classic American. I don't. I don't know. But so diving into the message, yeah. we're in this series simply Jesus, um, and Pastor Marty's been covering just five keys to the Christian life. And this last weekend, we got to hear all about um, tithing, about giving. Yeah. Uh, and this is all kind of pulling from the start of the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is talking in Matthew chapter six. Um, so we both grew up um, kind of different lives, uh, different yeah. relationships with, with God growing up. Um, and so can you just kind of tell me what has been your relationship with, with giving um, and with tithing? Yeah, well, I'm a first-generation Christian in my family. So I did not grow up in a Christian household. Um, and so tithing was never a thing. It was never taught um, just stewardship of finances or any of that. And so um, when I gave my life to God in eighth grade, um, that was something that was always talked about. Um, And I had never even heard the concept of giving back to God um, financially. And so that was something growing up that I had to learn and grow into because it had never been modeled for me um, or even talked about in our household. Um, And I would even say, and there was moments growing up where my parents would would realize that I was giving back to church. Mm. I was tithing. I was stepping into that stewardship moments of being able to go, man, I want to obey God and I want to honor him um, in everything that I do, um, where it felt very backwards to my family. Like, why would you do that? Um, And so I knew nothing growing up um, about tithing, about giving back to God, being a good steward uh, with your finances. And I had to kind of seek that out and what that meant for me personally. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, see, I I grew up, I mean, my parents both have a strong relationship with God because their parents had a strong relationship with God. And so I remember, I mean, I think the first time that I ever um, gave to the church was probably the some of the first money I made, it was, uh, it was either shoveling snow or mowing (laughs) lawns. I mean, just classic, like young boy ways to make money. And I remember my dad, uh, saying the first time I was like 20 bucks to mow somebody's lawn. And I remember that was when he kind of introduced this idea of the tithe, which which literally just means 10. It's, you know, it's just giving 10% back to God. Um, and I remember doing that. And then I remember getting my, my first like real, job where the IRS knows you're making money. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was at Oberwise Dairy. Shout out to Oberwise. Oh, that's some um, good ice cream. We need some sponsors. Yeah. Oberwise, if you want to sponsor on. me, 
I will take your ice cream. <laughs> but so I worked at Oberweiss and I remember uh, he again just reiterated this tithe and then also talked about even the first fruits offering and uh, which is yeah. really just saying, hey, everything we have is from yep. God. Let's let's give back to him. And so um, that's always been something ingrained in me yeah. uh, to, to just give. But uh, let's let's hop into this verse here. So yeah. we're in Matthew six. This is the Sermon on the Mount, um, and this is the part where I'll just read it real quick. If, if yeah. you're uh, if you're listening or if you're watching online, pull up your Bible app That's or find right. in your Bible. We're in Matthew chapter six, um, and this is verse nineteen, where where Jesus is talking. He's on a hill. He's talking to his disciples, but there's other people around him. Yeah. Um, and he says this, he says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, uh, but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. And then he says this, and I, I love this because we were kind of talking about this earlier, where yeah. uh, if you grew up in the church or you're used to certain Bible verses, hearing certain scriptures, yeah. things kind of, they seem normal. They're like, oh yeah, you know, that's a Christian thing we say. Right. But really Jesus says things and they're so counterintuitive to actually how either we live our life yeah. um, or the culture around us expresses things and values yeah. how to live. And so he says here, he says, for where your treasure is, uh, there your heart will be also. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because he's saying... Where your money is, yep. where the things that you value, then you're going to put your heart there. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's cool because you're in youth ministry. You are leading junior <laughs> hires. How, yes. does, how does this apply for uh, young people that maybe don't have a lot of money, but they, they want their heart to be in the right place? Yeah, I think there's so much pressure today, um, especially for our young people. Um, and this is so backwards to what is being thrown at them every single day. Um, they're being told to get everything that you can and to not invest back in to God's kingdom. Yeah. And so um, when you talk about, man, w- when you give, that shows your passion level for something. Mm. Um, and so we see in our young people today that it's so easy for their passions to be the things that they can get and the, the things that they can obtain. Um, and the whole world is telling them that. And so that's something where they've got to pause and we've got to stop and go, man, what is the real passion? Because what you value, you will invest into. Yeah. What you value, you invest into. So if they're investing into all of these other things and uh, God's kingdom is not a part of that equation, they're asking the question, why? Why should I give? Yeah. Um, and what what should matter? And what do I need to be valuing? Yeah, yeah. That's so good. What you value, you invest in. Yeah. And then what's crazy too is I, I think it also works the opposite way of what you invest in, you will value. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are people who I I remember, uh, you know, a new Coca-Cola product comes out or Tesla has a new car. Yeah. And I always hear the people who have like bought stock in Tesla or Coca-Cola or places like that. Yeah. Uh, Again, we'll take sponsors. Um, (laughs) But because their money is in it, they care what happens to it. Yeah. And so I, I think it's so interesting. Um, I, I have on here in my notes uh, this kind of model. Uh, it's a part of uh, what's called cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's a way to help people grow and, and yeah. learn. But it's this understanding that our body that God has given us, the actions we do with it is yeah. strongly connected to mm-hmm. our mind, our soul, who we are yeah. uh, deeply on the inside. Yeah. And there's this kind of crazy cycle, and if I'll just I'll show it to the camera. Okay. <laughs> if you're if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. This is clearly a terrible zoom in, 
But I got this little model here, um, and it's it's basically that your thoughts um, guide yeah. your feelings, yep. which which guide your actions, yeah. and vice versa. That yep. your actions actually influence your thoughts, yeah. which influence your feelings. Yeah. And I think it's it's crazy because I don't think cognitive behavioral therapy was around in Jesus's time, <laughs> and yet. Jesus has always been speaking truth ahead of our yeah, own understanding of absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it's kind of this idea that you can you can do something and that that will actually lead your feelings. Yeah. So, have you ever seen that play out? Yeah, definitely. I think so many times even today we want to to feel something when we make that choice to give. Yeah. Um, and we think that our feelings are going to lead yeah. those, but it's our actions that do. So even if we don't feel something uh, like the good feeling or yes, I should do this, doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, because we can't base who we are off of our feelings. Our feelings are always fleeting, right? They're coming, they're going, they're this way, they're that way. Yeah. They're up, they're down. And so if we were to base our giving or base our lives off of what we're feeling, um, there's going to be so many times that we're going to miss out on an opportunity um, because we base it off of those feelings. We have to lead our heart in this moment. We have to lead by taking the steps and the actions and not base it off of feelings. Yeah. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. How how do you see that working in, in giving of uh, leading your heart with that? I mean, what's what does that step look like for us as Christians? Yeah, I think it's it's pausing uh, to take a moment to go, man, where is my heart? Mm. Where am I? I think we have to pause and first identify where are we at? Yeah. When it comes to our heart. Yeah. Because um, if we can't identify where we're at, how do we move forward? You got to stop and go, this is where I'm at. This is where I would like to be when it comes to this, yeah. when it comes to honoring God and obeying him um, and choosing to give and choosing not to trust those feelings. Yeah. And so it's it's taking um, inventory, yeah. pausing to go, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be. How do I lead myself in that direction? Yeah, that's so good. And that's something that I think we just don't always take the time to do. No. You know, we, we go to it's church. Busy. Yeah. We're all busy. Yes. And and sometimes that prevents us from doing the things that is just slowing down and yep. taking a moment to say, where am I? Yep. Who am I? What yeah. what do I value? Yeah. And am I valuing the things yeah. I should? Yeah. So. And do I have the knowledge and wisdom? Mm. You know, I think as a young person, that's something I had to seek out. Yeah. You know, not growing up in that Christian household that was modeling for that for me. Yeah. Um, I had to go to leaders. I had to go to pastors and go, help me understand. Yeah. Help me identify where I'm at with this so that I can move forward. Because it was so backwards to me. Yeah. And so if you haven't grown up in that environment that has taught you that, um, that's where that pausing and recognizing where you're at and then going, man, do I need some people helping me on this journey to understand this in a greater way so that I can live this out because that's what God has called me to do. Yeah, that's so good. That's so yeah. good. Um, so, you know, we were saying it's a, important to take a moment of pause, check an inventory of your heart. What yeah. is it, the things that you care about? Yep. Um, and, you know, I have to do this in my friendships. I do this in my marriage with, with Nikki to yeah. say, okay, you know, I want a strong marriage. Yep. I want to care about her. And then I have to check myself and say, how do I, how do I know that I am caring about her? How does she know yeah. that I care about her? And that's even something for us of, uh, like, I'm very much the kind of person where like, if I care about somebody, I yep. want to spend money on them, especially yes. with Nikki. Like, yeah. I don't, 
I don't know if it's all a good thing, but there's a part of me, like when it comes to our anniversary, like whatever, because yeah. we have a budget and we say, okay, this is how much we're going to spend. Yep. Um, but no matter what, like I always go above that. So like whatever I think she may spend in gifts, I'm yeah. always spending more. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a funny thing because for me, that's like, that's a big thing. I want to, I want to spend money on her. Yeah. And it's like an expression of, Hey, I care about you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny though, is for her, her love language isn't really gifts. So okay. I'll buy her like, you know, a nice ring or uh, some sort of jewelry. I mean, usually it's jewelry. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but what's funny is for me, it's like, this is a big expression of my love. And yeah. for her, she's like, oh, cool. Thanks for the gift. She, yeah. She's appreciative. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't, it doesn't ring for her yeah. the same way. Right. Um, but I think about our relationships with other people. And then of course, our relationship with God. Yeah. Uh, we, we have to have sort of markers in our life mm-hmm. that we're looking at and saying, how how do I know that I actually care about the things that either I say I care about yeah. or I should care about? Yeah. And so Jesus is saying right here, you know, where your treasure is, yeah. there your heart will be yeah. also. That's point number one. Yeah. And I think something too is like, we think that if we talk about something a lot, that yeah. that shows that's that so we care about That's that so thing, yeah. but it really is the the actions behind it. Yeah. We can say all I can say all day. I love working out and have a passion for it and talk about it. Um, but if I don't actually do it, yeah, then do I really care? Yeah. Does it, do I really have a passion yeah. for working out? Probably not. I'm just think that I do because I talk about it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. And you see that I think so much on social media. Like yes. I, I remember. Um, when people really started to talk again about racism. It was really, um, you know, there were always important conversations about racism, but especially at the death of George Floyd, really people started talking. But I remember seeing a lot of folks posting things on their stories, and I was like, that's good. I'm not, my social media is literally just photos of my daughter. I mean, you know that. Yes, it's true. Um, And sometimes my son. Yeah, Yeah. we love Quinn. Um, But it was was an interesting thing for me because, that that issue matters a lot to me. Um, but it was one of those things I was seeing people posting on their stories, which is great. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things for me that I was like, I don't I don't want to just talk about this issue on my social media or let people know, hey, this is something. Yeah. But for me it was how how can I actually if if I care about this, yeah, how do I actually invest myself into it? And yeah. for me it was a lot of um it was important conversations with people yeah, close with people, to me. Yep. Um, and then it was time spent in reading. Yeah. Um, so, which, okay, can I just geek out for a second? Yes, go ahead. I told you I wanted to. <laughs> I, I, I avoided it, but I can't yes, help he it. Yes, can't. So Jesus says this thing in this next verse, uh, verse 22. This is Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. Um, and he, he says this verse. He says, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. And then he goes yeah. on, he says, if your eye is bad, your whole body uh, will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Um, so you know me, I'm a bit of a nerd and I can't help but look into it, go, what is going right. on here? And so again, what I think is so interesting is uh, how much Jesus knew the people that he was talking to mm-hmm. and how he could speak to those people in that time in a way they would understand. Yeah, And yet also to us in our time for yeah. us to understand. So I started looking up... Um, vision and what what people thought about what it meant to see something because now you and I you know we've all done science class we know that there's light from light or sun or something and it um it bounces off of something and then we see it right yep. 
basic science class here. So <laughs> y'all thought you were getting <laughs> a theology podcast. Yeah, trust me, just track with me here. <laughs> track with me here. So Jesus is talking about your eye being a lamp. Well, I, I found out that um, there was a very common understanding of vision back then because they didn't know about photons and light. Yeah. Uh, so there was actually a, a pretty common understanding that when you saw something, there was actually um, like fire or something inside of you, inside of your eyes that would actually kind of leave your eyes uh, and, yeah. and allow you to see. See it. And then there was also this understanding uh, that the outside of a person, what they looked like, the shape of their body, um, their face, it would actually reveal uh, things about them in wow. their person, like deep-seated yeah. things. Um, which we know that that's not how you actually see. Right. And we know that you can't judge a lot about a person just based on like, you know, their eye color. Just their eyes. Yeah. yeah. But that was often something that people believed back then. And so Jesus mm. is using this and he's talking about your eye being a lamp because nothing leaves our eyes. Everything goes into our eyes. But he talks about how if your eyes are bright, that there's something good in you. Mm, yeah. um, and I can't help but think, and, and maybe I'm a little off, and if, if y'all think I'm crazy, hit us up in the comments, send yes. us an email. <laughs> um, but I can't help but think but that Jesus is kind of getting to this point of um, where our attention lies. Yeah. Uh, that there's something about if, if there is good in you, yep. if there is... Um, the correct order of love and priorities in you yeah. that it's going to show up in your eyes and yep. it's going to show up in what you actually look at and what right. you give attention to. Absolutely. And so I think for us as, as Christians wanting to love God more, yeah, I think a lot of the times it takes giving our attention to yeah. the right things. Yeah. So, and I think that's where that pause and in inventory of your heart comes in. Yeah. Uh, into play as well too. I think you have to stop and go. What is before me? What am I taking in? Yeah. Um, because that affects who we are and wh- what we do and what we believe. And so many times, I think sometimes we just have the the wrong things in front of us. Um, you know, if we want to grow in this area of giving, if we want to make sure that um, our intentions are in the right place, um, then what are you putting before you that yeah. is helping you to grow in this area? Yeah. Um, you have to be intentional yeah. with that. It does. That's where the, the pause and the inventory and choosing to be intentional to what's in front of you. Yeah. You can have so many things in front of you today, right? Like it's so easy. Things are like at you at the drop of a hat. You can look up social media. Yeah. And and that's where I think so many other temptations come in to go, this is what I should care about. This is what should matter. This is what I should be valuing. This yeah. is what I should be investing into. Yeah. And so it's what are you taking into your life um, that is causing you one way or the other to invest into this or value this or... yeah. That's so good. That's the other, so good. Yeah. Um, so, okay, this whole thing, we're talking about tithing. How do we, how do, we do this practically? Because you and yeah. I, we've, we've been practicing it for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really have a memory of making money and not giving some yeah. of it away. Um, but for those who maybe this is a scary step, this is something yeah. that it's, it's an act of faith that they want to do, yeah. but maybe they haven't they haven't practiced it yet. Yep. Um, what are some suggestions you have for, for tithing of how, how do you start? Yeah. Um, I think part of that too is making room. Mm. Um, so for all of us, maybe you do budget, maybe you don't. 
Um, but I think it's pausing to go, where is my money going? Yeah. And is it going to the right places? Yeah. Um, because a lot of the times I find that, you know, in my life I've had to, to do that. I've had to pause and go, man, where are my finances going and are they honoring God? Mm. And so it's, it's making room. So if right now currently you don't have room where you're tithing, where you're giving yeah. um, in that way to honor, it's pausing and going, where is there... Um, where is there room for me to go, hey, I need to cut back on this. I need to cut back on this. Because a lot of the times it's so easy just to swipe your debit card, to go out. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the week, you're like, wait a second. Where did all my money go? Oh, it went to Starbucks. It went to this. It went to shopping. It went to that. Um, and then again, that's where you're going, what do I actually value? Because your money will show you that. Yeah. Um, and so where are you at financially to go, man, I have to make room for this. It's a non-negotiable in my life. Mm. I have to do this. Where do I need to go? I need to pull back in this area and this area to be able to honor God. Yeah. I think that's a great first step. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I've always heard when it comes to money advice, and this isn't Christian money advice. This is... Yeah. Um, certainly at least secular money advice, and I've, I've never heard Christians uh, disagree with it, um, but I've always hear people talking about kind of uh, the idea of sort of paying yourself first or, or prioritizing mm. things that are yeah. long-term going to matter to you. Yep. So for the Christians, obviously that's going to be, hey, we need to tithe first, but even right. in uh, the secular world, it's always... Are you putting money into your savings? Are you putting yes. money into like whatever you need to be growing in yeah. personally first? Um, and what's interesting about money is it's kind of like time. Uh, however much money you have, you end up using. Yep. And however much time you have, you end up using. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's sort of interesting to me that I think um, it's for me having always tithed, I've always like ninety percent of my income feels like 100% because that's what I'm used to. Yeah. But yep. I think for for those of us who maybe want to get into tithing, there is sort of a side of uh, there's an adjustment that's made there. Yeah. And I think ultimately, if it feels difficult to do, yeah, I think that's why it's called a sacrifice. Yeah. And so... And I think, too, making it the first thing. Yeah. I think so many times, like for me, I have mine auto-drafted as well. Yeah. Um, it's the first thing that comes out after I get paid. Yeah. Um, nothing else comes out before that. Um, and you might have to do that to then go, what am, what am I actually working with? Do you know what I mean? Make it the first thing, not the last. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times it's become so low on the priority list that it becomes last. Yeah over so many other things. And so um, if you can do that first, as soon as you know that you're getting paid, if you can auto draft or if you can't, that's okay. But going, hey, this is the first check that I write. This is the first debit that goes out of my account um, because I'm going to make that a priority. Yeah. I think what's crazy about it is we think of money as such a worldly thing, right? As, as I mean, Jesus even says in here, you can't serve two masters. Yep. You'll either hate one and love the other uh, or be devoted to one and despise the other. So he says, you can't serve God and money, which yeah. that word money is, uh, the original word is, is mammon. And it's, mm-hmm. it's less about just like money, but it's more about the thing that you really value, the thing that yeah. you trust in. So it's yep. either you're trusting in God yep. or you're trusting in something else. You can't do both. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I think what's so interesting is we always think of money as such a a worldly thing. Uh, we depend on it so much for our security. Yeah. Uh, and yet, when it comes to tithing, especially when it's a little scary, a little challenging, yep. it's incredible how 
you can do so, that that tithing can actually be an incredibly spiritual mm-hmm. faithful act yeah. to say okay god if you want me to trust you i mean there's no bigger trust yeah. than to say i'm going to give you my security i'm going to yep. give you my finances right and i'm going to trust you to take care of it yeah so I, I think that's just incredible it is incredible so kind of wrapping up yeah we we've covered our attention that what we give our attention to is is what we love right yep. what we give our money to is what we love um, and i love what you said about just step one is taking an inventory yeah um real quick as as we're wrapping up what would be kind of your go-to if somebody's like i want to do an inventory i want to do it today how, how do you do it? What's the real quick practical version of that? Um, I think just take a day mm-hmm. or maybe even a few if you have it. Some people might not have that much time. Um, and just every time that you go somewhere, just real quick on your phone, write down, I went here. Yeah. And this is how much I spent. I went here and this is how much I spent. Like take, take that inventory even for a day because that will also show, hey, this is really where my finances are going. This is what I'm valuing. Um, and I think honestly, it'll, it'll cause you to pause and go, man, there's some habits. There's some other things in my life that I'm sensing and seeing um, have kind of taken over. And so I need to uh, see that and then move in a different direction. Um, so I think it's, it's going, Hey, write that down real quick. Pause. Maybe you want to pull up a bank statement and go, this is where things have gone, but quickly just take a couple days and go, this is where I've gone. This is what I've spent. Um, and that'll show you real quick, just some, even some habits in your life. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. So, so take an inventory of, of your finances, take an inventory of your heart. Um, and then ultimately at the end of the day, Tithing is is something that God has called us to do yeah. to trust Him, um, and so for some of us it's a okay. I just need to rearrange some priorities. For yep. some of us, it's just continue to be faithful. Yeah. Um, and then for others, it's a it's a real sacrifice and it's a real step yeah. of faith. If you've yeah. been living on a hundred mm-hmm. and you're trying to give ten percent, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but God sees that yep. and, and He honors it, and it can be an incredibly yeah. spiritual thing. And I would say too. Um, Every time making those decisions to honor God is worth it. Mm. I've seen that in my life over and over and over again. Um, Just never regretting giving God my all. He wants our whole heart. He wants everything. And so choosing to go, man, in this area of my life, I I have to be all in as well. And, And it's always worth it. That's awesome. That's so good. Well, if you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have new content every single week. You can also uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. But we are going to continue to do the after show every week where we dive into the sermon and see what God is doing in our life and in yours. (laughs) 